Hello, Annie Trenders. Welcome to the Grotaku, hosted by the ladies of Anime Trending. We are back with another fun topic on the table. My name is Gracie, and I'm joined by... Hello, I'm Isabel, and... This is Agnes. Uh, Isabel, for your information, we messed up the first time with our intro without you here because, like, without you in our lineup, the sequence isn't right anymore. So, (laughs) 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 yes, we are very happy to have you back. But uh, without further ado, the Girl Taku today will be about our favorite comedy anime. Comedy as a genre is very widespread, and there's a lot of personal tastes related to comedy for sure. So this, I think, would be a really fun genre to just sort of explore our favorites, our picks of the best of the best, and likely we'll have quite a bit of differences because we all have very different tastes. And it's really exciting because I think comedy anime is not one of the ones that we usually talk about or think about because... They're made to be entertaining, but they're not made to be deep or make you like to really think and like simmer on certain things, which are the type of animes that you usually hear talked about for eons later, even after the anime ends. So in that situation, because we just missed you so much, Isabel, you're going to go first today. <laughs> uh, tell us what are your picks for your favorite comedy anime that you have seen so far and let us know why. Okay, great. I get to start off with my favorite comedy anime. Um, I generally really like the combination of action and comedy. Mm. And um, one of the shows that I really like is uh, Mob Psycho. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not like a pure comedy based, I feel like, because there's just so there, you know, there's uh, supernatural stuff mixed in there. And, um, and then it's other, uh, the other show, One Punch Man, also is kind of along the same lines. But I think Mob Psycho is more funny just because of the names. Uh, everything, like, from the hi- name of the high schools to the name of the characters and um, and then also how the characters look, look really funny to me. Mm. So I just find Mob Psycho to be really entertaining to watch overall. What what names? Can you give us some examples? <laughs> I do have to look up the, those names, but I remember there was something like Salt High School or stuff like that. Or Salt when, High School. Okay. I think it was. I might be totally wrong, but I just remember the names being really dumb and really hilarious. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense at all, and then they, it's just named like that. Uh-huh. And it's really subtle because in their world, oh yes, that is completely normal. But when you actually read into it and you think of it yourself, it's it doesn't make sense at all. I see, I see. Okay, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and then I feel like just the expressions as well. And I think it helps that the drawings are very rudimentary and kind of like very expressive. So, for example, when Mob uh, joins um, the running club, that and then he is totally not fit, but everyone else in that club is so fit. Um, and then he's running like he's dying. It's just so. Uh, it's like memeable, like he's like running there and then he's trying to catch up and then um you, you just see him dying and this that's just so relatable and then their expressions based off of that um it just really it doesn't make me laugh per se but i enjoy it. i pretty much have a smile on my face every time i watch that mm, i see is it the type of anime that you will rewatch clips on youtube because it's just so amusing and entertaining <laughs> Actually, yeah, absolutely. Well, one, the animation's great, but then two, some of the clips and the punchlines, I, I would just, I just like rewatching them too because they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get. It. I feel like that's a common thread from my guess 
is a common thread with people who have their favorite comedy anime is the, that's the type of anime where you can rewatch the funny clips online and you will still laugh and enjoy it every single time. So I didn't actually watch Mob Psycho, but I have seen a lot of gifs of it. It does look pretty crazy. Like it kind of gives me a bit of a similar vibe to Gintama, which is a very, very famous comedic anime <laughs> that we have talked about before. Would you say that's accurate or? I feel like you just hit up on all of Isabel's favorite points by just mentioning Gintama. I know. How did you know I like Gintama too? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, should I like bet with Agnes and be like five dollars that Isabel talks about Gintama? <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, is Isabel going to mention Gintama? I wonder if she is. Because Gintama has great comedy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you picked Mob Psycho. Gintama is just ridiculous and a league of its own. So I think everyone knows that Gintama is like one of the best of the best comedy. But uh, but yeah, so for Mob Cycle, would you say it's a similar atmosphere? Because I haven't seen it, so the most I've seen are GIFs. <laughs> same, same. Yeah, I yeah, really can't compare it. I would say between Gintama and Mob Cycle, I feel like Gintama is more funny and mm-hmm. more... And like you said, if you want to rewatch clips or watch episodes, I think uh, Gintama is more watchable in that sense. Like, I can go to a random Gintama clip and pretty much replay it maybe 30 times if I wanted to and continue laughing at it. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and then Mob Psycho, I feel like it's kind of like maybe one or two times I can do that. And then not only that, there's like a story to Mob Psycho, so there's there's a clear progression in that. Uh Um, So I think that's one of the differences that I, I, I would say between Mob Psycho and Gintama. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I, I, it sounds like I should watch it because I've seen so many great things about it. And now that I've here, like it's always kept you entertained. And I love, I love jokes with using names. Like you said, like the names of the high schools and stuff. So that's definitely along my alleyway in regards to the comedy that I'm really into. So, uh, so, and I also funnily enough, Mob Cycle is popular, but at the same time, isn't like, it's it's weird because it's like everyone's sort of aware of it, but I never really see full discussions talking about it per se. So, uh, so it's an interesting anime, but I am glad that uh, that's one of the ones you picked, and it's really interesting to hear that you know that is one of your favorite ones. So, I guess uh, what other ones do you have for us aside from Mob Cycle? Oh yes, the next one I have to talk about now is Gintama, obviously. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna come up eventually. <laughs> She tried to like bait us in with using Mob Psycho originally, and it's like, ah, yes, Gintama. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a great lead. Gintama is absolutely my favorite comedy. I feel like it's, a lot of people would say that, you know, oh yes, that's absolutely comedy. But I, I just can't stop saying enough, like how how hilarious it is, really. I and I really like how it. Um, what was I gonna say about that? That when it does it parodies other anime such as mm, like one yeah. piece or dragon ball they really like doing dragon ball for some reason <laughs> or even just classic real, yeah real life events really and i i just find that hilarious and they break down the fourth wall so many times i okay i don't know why breaking down the fourth wall is so funny but it is like you all think breaking down the fourth wall is funny right <laughs> Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because it gives like 
it gives a, a different surreal sensation when you're watching it because it's something that you totally did not expect, but it's so out of left field that you can't help but just laugh along with it. Okay, I see. Because you know, like the because you know the creators are now conscious of things that are happening around them, and they don't hesitate. It's like a satire column, I think. Oh, I see. Yeah, because it's like it's funny because I I really really adore fourth wall breaking, but I never like if you ask me like why do you like it when the fourth wall breaks, my only lame response would be because it's funny. I don't know how else to describe it. (laughs) No, it's absolute satire. Uh, The creators are aware of it, and they want the readers to. Also be aware of it. Everyone's like big lol, kind of as a react. <laughs> mm-hmm. But continue praising King Tava. Uh, yes, <laughs> do the series justice. I feel like the characters are really funny. I think uh, people, uh, it. Some people say it takes maybe you know a couple episodes to get into Gintama, but if you kind of just accept for you know what it is, it, it just uh, really hits you with funny things such such as like the characters doing dumb things or like i said breaking down the fourth wall it's i think it's also when uh, they break down the fourth wall in the first place you kind of know, never know when it's going to come back so mm. you're kind of waiting for it to come back so that there's you're sitting there i'm like i'm hoping something will happen or like i hope they throw that type of joke again in the future mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i also really love their movies which i think is hilarious they they waste so much time in the movies. I, I don't know if you guys have ever seen their movies, but if you ever do, it's it's really, really funny to me. Like, you know, in the first few, you know, seconds of a movie, usually they try to maybe like pull you in with some action or stuff like that. But no, for Gintama, it will be a still of their home and it'll just be the voice actors talking. Oh my gosh! That's hilarious, actually! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like every time I watch a Gintama movie, I'm like, are they going to pull this stunt again? Are they going to talk? for 10 minutes straight and then uh, maybe have the character uh, like the camera itself as a character in the first 10 minutes of the movie say doing some weird moves like oh this is all you guys watching this this movie wondering what it's about (laughs) 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 i can't can't take that seriously oh my gosh i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i'm laughing so hard right But yeah, I definitely can't take it seriously either. So uh, yeah, I feel like every episode is really funny. And even when it gets serious later, uh, in later episodes, I would say like episode maybe 300 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they they turn it turns into this whole fight between everyone and a war. So it's and even though they're like fighting, it's supposed to be super serious. They they're really good at combining the serious parts with like some some comedy in the middle. And yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like when the series starts as well, uh, it's kind of silly because they're they're in, they're supposedly in the uh, Edo period, right? Right. Where there are samurai and everything, but they're they have swords. But then there's aliens too, and there's the terminal and stuff like that. And so they're fighting swords with like guns. So first of all, it doesn't really make sense, but somehow in the world of Gintama, it totally does. I mean, doesn't Okita have a gun, a grenade launcher? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <bomb> launcher? yes. <laughs> Like that's that's pinnacle modern warfare. Is the word near Edo period? <laughs> what would you say is your favorite comedy scene from the main series and also the movies? Because there's a lot of them around YouTube that I've seen, but I want to know what is your favorite, the one that makes you either go back to the most or the one that you have the most fond memory of. Uh, there's this one YouTube clip I I really love playing 
like from time to time. It's like where Kagura goes like I'm I'm cute. Um but then like when she says it, she kind of says it in a weird way on in the clip. And then Kintoki also says it. So it's it's just the, like the voice acting itself. It's just kind of like I think they're saying like kawaii and but then they could do stuff like kawaii and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> the same clip. And I really love replaying that clip. I think it's really really funny. That's a good clip. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I've heard. I don't think I've seen it. But the way that you like pronounce the word kawaii, but then the kawaii is like a uwu kind of face. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh. When Gintama starts the trends of uwus. I mean, it it like it wouldn't surprise me if that really is the source <laughs> if we traced it. <laughs> I wouldn't surprise me one bit. Uh Gintama is just so iconic with its funny Heck, even the live action made me laugh because of seeing an actual Elizabeth costume, like the actor was inside the Elizabeth costume. I like could not stop laughing when I saw it. I was like, this is the live action and it's making me laugh like this. So um, I I just don't know. Gintama's comedic writing is so brilliant because in a way it like, I haven't seen anyone who said that Gintama isn't funny. I've seen people who've said, you know, Gintama doesn't make a lot of sense and that confuses them and stuff, which I can't understand because um, you some people aren't as good with the suspension of disbelief. But even those people are like still think Gintama is funny. So this author, the manga has somehow found the uh, the treasure to comedic writing because it clearly clicks with everyone. So, <laughs> I mean, he also has a lot of ammo to work with too. And I think that's where comedy things fall really flat is when there's nothing to work with mm. versus he has a, he has an entire generation of shonen manga to just make fun of, especially when he figures out all the tropes and the themes. And he's just like, oh yeah, we're going to throw this in. Everyone's going to laugh because everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> very true. Very true. Like there's the the one, there's that one really famous uh, Crunchyroll uh, clip that they keep showing on Facebook about where Gintoki talks about how an anime production starts. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that one is like the fact that Suwaru like picks that up so quickly and just like it shoves it into the manga is something that I think that baffles me is that how far in advance he's able to like predict all of these trends and see it so easily and then just make fun of it throughout Gintama and everyone can can't just like say you can't say that he's just like I'm, I can I can say that you can't <laughs> stop me. <laughs> Very true. Uh, uh, Isabel, before we hijacked you with saying, you know, that <laughs> you better mention Kintama because I bet money on this situation. <laughs> Did you have another one aside from Mob Psycho uh, and Kintama, obviously? <laughs> um, yeah, the, just the last one I have was um, the, disa- the Disastrous Life of Psyche. Yes! Oh! Yes! Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Was that on one of your guys' list too? I was hoping it was maybe Grace Gracie's as well. Uh, how did that you know? That's probably Gracie's. How did you know? Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh man! Okay, okay. Well, next. joint time. <laughs> but yeah, that's the other one I thought was super funny as well. I feel like I used to watch, I think when it first came out, it was kind of like five minute episodes or shorter episodes. Yes. Um, but I thought they were hilarious. Like within those five minutes, it's a lot of reading because there's so many lines. 
and I feel like even the voice actor for Psyche was like, this this is too much. Um, and but I just find it really funny, just based off this like school and character and the characters as well. I don't know why. I feel like it has that same feel as Gintama to me, but in in a different sense because Psyche's just so overpowered, he can do anything he wants, and you're just wondering exactly what he's gonna do next or, um how he's going to resolve a situation, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're... I was just thinking to myself, huh, I have Psyche on my list, and huh, when I think about it with Gintama, the worlds are kind of similar because you have to have a huge suspicion of disbelief because all the characters are super colorful and they're pretty ridiculous, and a lot of the humor lies in their interactions with each other and how they interact with the world and stuff. Though I would say Psyche goes a little more extreme, on the comedy intensity side versus Gintama has a bit more of a mix of different things. For example, there are very serious Gintama episodes and very serious and emotional Gintama scenes. And so versus Psyche K is just blatant comedy straight through. Um, But I, I agree in that they do have a similar shade to each other. And that's basically why I have it on my list as well. It's just so ridiculous but they are so aware of how ridiculous that it is and i also wonder how hiroshi kami is able to talk so fast i was like i am not going to be able to t- say those lines <laughs> that <laughs> without pause like i cannot even imagine him having to do that for psyche k but yeah i i think it's it's just really really good it's really funny and that's another one of those animes where i do watch clips on youtube again because it's like mm-hmm. oh it never gets old you know sort of thing Right, I'll just watch clips on that. Do you know what your, you know, one of the favorite scenes for you might be? One, one of my favorites one is the one where he's playing dodgeball and he can't control his power and he doesn't want to kill his classmates. Oh my god! So, so yeah, right, he like throws a dodgeball lightly and then he embarrasses himself because it's it's a wimpy throw. Right. And he's, he's like, on the next one, I'm gonna put a little bit more power into it, but he takes out like two people on the field completely yeah. and they're bleeding. <laughs> Yes, I remember that. Uh, my favorite one is, I don't even know if you could count that as comedic, unfortunately, but uh, Yuki Kaji's character, do you remember him? He's like blonde. He's probably like the most annoying character in there because he's the one who suspects like Psyche has psychic powers and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, the reason why that's like one of my favorite scenes is because I never thought feeling annoyed could be so funny. You know, but when he enters the scene and you just find him to be this ridiculously annoying character, you can't help but laugh at how annoyed you feel and how it's possible to feel that annoyed, especially when you reflect Psyche's, uh, uh, Psyche's own um, personal thoughts and and like his way of trying to get away from this guy. And so that was like one of my favorite, like most iconic parts. But it's like, like I said, I have more of a personal memory with it because I just remember being like, how can someone this annoying make me laugh because I'm annoyed? Like that has never happened before. When I'm annoyed, I'm usually just annoyed, much less laughing at the situation. So, uh, so yeah, that's one of my favorites. Wow, yeah, that's super interesting that, yeah. I feel like, yeah, his character is a little annoying, but I don't know if I've laughed. I've definitely probably laughed at the punchline that Psyche throws while he's, you know, thinking about him, like, exactly what are you doing or yes. thinking about him. So, yeah. And the fact that he can just read minds, I feel like it's also hilarious. Like, imagine if you had that power and listening and tuning in at the perfect time mm-hmm. and then also commenting on those thoughts and the person there just totally is completely oblivious to the fact that 
he knows what they're thinking. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Psyche is just such a great comedic anime. Uh, but Agnes, you didn't watch Psyche, right? I didn't, no. Uh, I feel like you would really like it, though. I know, but the whole pink-haired alien thing throws me off a lot. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think the type of comedy that I like yeets of oh, yeets sorry, needs to be rooted in some sort of realism in the first place. Oh, uh, you'll you'll see it. You'll see it in my in my list when I start talking about them. Okay, I'm curious, but we'll save that. <laughs> Gracie, did you have a second one, or did you want did you want to add more to Psyche? Yes, I do have more on top of just Psyche. So one of the ones that is on my list is actually currently airing, but it's Welcome to Demon School, Iramakun. Have you guys heard of that one? Oh, yes, I saw your Facebook post for it. Okay, okay. What about you, Isabel? I've heard of it. I have not seen it yet. Okay. Yeah. I went in with zero expectations for that anime because the art looks kind of kiddish. You know, it like reminds me of children's cartoons. Rather than um, rather than anime styles, which I'm used to, and um, and then like the summary itself was kind of like it was fine, you know. This kid ends up like get ended up in the underworld and stuff like that, and so I really just wasn't expecting much. And then I watched the first episode and I laughed the whole way through. So. I was just talking about it with my friend Shauna today, but you know how there's like the typical formula of a hero's journey, right? Where, you know, the protagonist has to learn to become a hero, ultimately accept his destiny. Well, in uh, Welcome to Demon School Iramakun, we have a protagonist who is doing everything he can to not be a protagonist, and all the characters and the situations keep thrusting him into a protagonist situation. And it's just, and it's so... Like, I don't know how to describe it aside from the fact that it just made me cry till tears. Like, it made me cry from the laughter. Granted, the first season, I think, is funnier than the second season, but the second season is still really, really great. And one of my favorite moments in the series was there was, like, a part where you had to, like, summon familiars in demon school because demons have powers and stuff like that. And the teacher in charge is kind of like Professor Snape from um, from Harry Potter. So he's really, really grumpy. Oh, jeez. Yeah, really grumpy. I can see where this is going now. Like, really mean with the students and stuff like that. And so he was just like, you know, if any of you guys make the slightest mistake, I will expel you immediately. And the main character is like, wait, I'm a human in a demon world, so I can't summon anyone because, you know, I have no magic powers. That means I can be expelled. And he has, like, like flowers <laughs> and, like, a golden shining down on him because he's so excited at the idea of like getting out of here and not being a character in this ridiculous story and so like that's just like one of the many 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 moments that this anime has it's just so funny and ridiculous um this someone made a comment where so one of the anime characters was trying one of the characters were, was trying to be like more seductive and stuff like that and she like keeps failing with every like step that this the seductress um the seductress demon wrote for her it was like oh you know keep like you know thrust your hip out and keep your hands cute and keep your legs a little open and then she just makes this ridiculous figure or this ridiculous pose that like is not at all in any shape or form kind of like seductive or anything and one of the top comments of that clip on youtube was like this anime is probably the only one who is actively 
making the girl characters like not um fan service <laughs> like it is actively oh. doing going against the rules for that and so it's just like these moments and it's like this anime somehow both contains tropes and yet subverts said tropes at the same time it doesn't make sense but i think it's brilliant and i just really really love it i'm not entirely sure if it's like up your alleyway agnes but isabel i do think you would enjoy it, if nothing else <laughs> no yeah definitely what you just said there has piqued my interest in possibly starting the show now because it definitely sounds like something I would enjoy. It's all very fourth wall breaking now that you describe all the scenes to me, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really, it really like broadens my view of ah, this is the type of comedy that Gracie likes, and also by extension, Isabel. As well. <laughs> we are yeah. all predictable. <laughs> no, you're all the same brain cell. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny to me and like whatever and like there's another character called Asmodeus who's like Iruma's like best friend now but at first unwilling best friend for Iruma and it was like there's like a part where uh, Iruma did something I won't spoil it because it's too good for me to spoil especially since Isabel is thinking about uh, like watching it but uh, Iruma, Iruma does something and Iruma's kind of freaking out. He's like, Asmodeus, what, like, what should I do? You know, sort of thing. And Asmodeus is like crying tears of joy. He's like, I'm so touched by you. You truly are the most amazing creature down here and stuff. And it's like, it's so dumb, but it's so funny. And it's really cute. And I don't know. Everyone, please watch it. Or if this sounds up your alleyway, please watch it. Because I do think it's one of the best comedy anime that I have personally seen. And let me tell you, I have seen a lot of anime. So... So that's like my second pick on my list. My third one, I think all like all of us have seen it. It's Gekkan Shoujo, Nozaki Kun. Oh, that one's a cute one. Yeah. Very cute. Classic. <laughs> I think um I, I can see why Gekkan Shoujo Nozaki Kun might not like be everyone's favorite comedy anime, but it just hits the mark really well for me because I really like how the characters are tropes, but they switch the genders, you know, because it's usually like the bad boy and the really nice girl. But in this case, it's the bad girl, Sale, with the really nice guy, which is Waka. And then the oblivious girl who uh, who has like a guy who really likes her and is doing all these things for her. And she just doesn't seem it. And it's flipped again. It's the guy who's like that. And the girl, Sakura, is the one who's like going after him and everything. And I somehow like flipping the genders for these sort of coupling tropes has somehow made it really, really funny to me. Um, and so that's like, so that's why I really adore this one as a comedy anime. I am kind of curious though, like, do you guys like the comedy or, or are you guys not as big on it? I personally really like the comedy. I would kind of just chuckle at the comedy. Okay. So you weren't the- I don't know. I, I, I do like Gekkan Shoujo Nozaki-kun a lot because I also read the manga for Oresama Prince. Mm. So I like the author's style, yeah. but it's not something that would have me howling and like rolling on the floor. I see, I see. Okay. And Isabel, like, what was your favorite comedy scene then in Gekkan Shoujo? Oh, my favorite scene, I think, um, when Sakura's, I think her, like, kind of sporty friend, uh, Sale. Yes. She, she just kind of literally walks over everyone 
I'm a nice girl or something, and then she's basketball and knocks out a couple guys like no problem. And she's in general, she's actually very probably like very rude to people, but she doesn't realize that she's rude. So I think her her as a character in itself and how she treats her classmates and thinks it's totally normal like and then like maybe like laughs super loudly and doesn't care about what other people think about her Mm -hmm. i I find that really funny i was like i I wish i was i wish i could see that in real life honestly yes (laughs) i I totally agree uh one my favorite comedic scene also is related to sale but i i do want to ask something is i don't know if you remember this but it actually took my rewatch to catch it there was like one episode where waka was like um kind of stalking her but he was like he was like watching her because he wanted to be like what makes sale cool because some people think sale is cool and he doesn't really get why she's considered cool and stuff like that but there was like a mini story arc happening in the background (laughs) while like this all all the shenanigans regarding waka was happening because you see her like talking to one of the girl classmates and she was just like you know i can't believe my boyfriend did this and blah blah and sale just point blank goes well it's also kind of your fault for not trusting him and going through his phone and stuff like that and then like the the next scene the same girl was like oh you know i made up with my uh, with him everything's fine now and say was like oh that's good but i hate to break it to you but i saw him walking with another girl t- today and they were holding hands and stuff and, sh- and the girl was like what and then Ooh, spicy <laughs> and then like and then the third scene waka is still like watching her and then sale is talking to the uh, original girl and a new girl now sale was like that's what I'm saying. This is so stupid for you guys to fight over a stupid guy who is clearly not loyal to either of you two. And I was like, this, the fact that this whole mini story is happening in the background of everything else is what makes it like gold to me. So, um, and surprisingly, that is not my funniest. That is not the scene that I laugh at the most. So, for me. The scene that I laughed at the most was when Waka was confronting Seo and it just completely bombed and went downhill and Nozaki was like cringing the whole time because of how badly it was going. I don't know if you two remember this at all. I do. No, I don't yeah. recall it too well. Oh man. Okay, so basically like Waka was planning to uh was planning to like tell her off and was planning to be like you know I don't want you involved in my life anymore because you're always going after me and stuff like that but uh but he the the letter he wrote to sail to be like meet me looked like a love letter <laughs> like he's about to come oh my god <laughs> and then and then throughout the whole thing it was just like it was just so bad for Waka because Waka will say something, but then at first Sale didn't pay attention because Sale was like thinking of a nickname for him. And then Waka like completely freaked out and he was just like, I don't understand you. Why do you always do this? Like, why do you always like come after me in basketball and then hit me with the basketball and then wait for me after class and then tell me to carry yourself and stuff. And then you take me out to dinner and then you pay for my dinner. And he like starts to cry. And knows like he's like on the side listening to everything knows like he's like i i think she likes it and it's like it just went so terribly wrong in the funniest way possible and with knows like cringing on the side that was just the most iconic thing for me and i just i never get bored of it to put it simply so 
Oh yeah, I remember that confession letter. I remember the letter part at least, but I don't remember Waka crying and stuff like that. But that 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 really does describe what you described for the series in itself, where the roles are reversed. I feel like definitely usually the girl will be complaining about all those things, right? Yeah. And then maybe maybe her friend will be staring in the corner and giving some. Yes, 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 exactly. Um. Yeah. I just I just love Kikasho the Nozaki Kun. Um, my my second favorite comedic moment would be when uh, <laughs> when Nozaki and um, Mikoshiba played the ultimate. We're not an ultimate. Yes, that's my favorite. Scene. Okay, okay, that's it. Go, <laughs> that's go on, one. Agnes, you go and talk about it. <laughs> oh God, I think it's so comedic. It's because like they're trying to formulate like the storyboard for their manga yeah. by using like an otome game as their experience gathering slash research and it's like the worst thing you could do for research honestly i mean otome games are calculated in an entirely different algorithm to just cater towards different routes and opinions and they start panicking when they get the wrong one and it's just so funny to yeah, watch yeah and also when it was like and then nozaki was convinced like the best guy friend was a love interest for the protagonist okay oh i i honestly like to be fair, I feel like that's a lot of visual novels. The reality of playing visual novels is that even though there are like several main characters that you could pine over or simp over, there's always like that one character on the sideline that will never get the DLC and you just cry every night thinking about them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I totally. And like at the very end too, when it's like uh, the character's name was Tomoda, but when Tomoda's like, I'm glad we got, I got to spend this year with you and stuff. And then Mikoshima and Nozaki starts to cry. They're like, Tomoda, <laughs> you gave away your youth to me. I mean, to be fair, like the 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 side character really listened to all of the main character's problems. He's a true bro. Yeah, I know. I completely agree. Um, uh, so good. It's so good. <laughs> it just makes me happy when I think about it. But enough about my list, Agnes. None of us have picked an anime that was on your list, so you are the mystery girl today. Who? What is your favorite, or what you think is the best comedy anime that you've seen? I wouldn't say it's the best comedy. I would just say I have very bad taste when it comes to comedy. My mom already notes this. Like she looks at me, she's like, "Why is my child like this?" And I'm like, "I don't know. You tell me." <laughs> I like slapstick. I like slapstick a lot, and I tend to like slapstick that is more like boyish or lewd in behavior that you would see from a sixth grader oh um so let's let me let me give you an example uh daily lives of high school boys is one that yes. was super fun <laughs> yes, to make yes, 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 i know that yes <laughs> you you know that trope now you you see it clear like for instance one of the biggest scenes is like them trying to like reenact an rpg scenes like right in the middle of the streets like they pick up random objects from the side of the road and they're like Heal, demon lord! Like, I am here to defeat you! And they come up with all these weird names to call themselves as, like, RPG characters. And then there'll be, like, a high school girl that, like, walks past them. They fr- <laughs> They fr- <laughs> Why did you show this image? Anyway, they, they freeze. That's going on Twitter. That image is going on Twitter. <laughs> um, they freeze when they see the girl walk by. 
And then they immediately, like, drop everything when she leaves and, like, start walking, like, fast walking home because they're so ashamed of them. And I'm like, you know what? I've LARPed. I've probably done some LARPing when I was, like, in third grade without knowing. So this is painfully accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Want to talk about what's going on in that screenshot I saw? Okay, so the screenshot is, like, actually infamous because it's from the first episode. So... They were, it's a bunch of, like, pubescent high school boys. They're, like, raging hormones. They all go to an all-male school, so they don't know a single thing about girls. And at one point, they're lazing around during summer break, and they're just like, you know, we should try on a girl's skirt. Like, they're, like, completely innocent. They don't know anything about wearing a girl's skirt. And one of them has a sister. And he's like, oh, okay, well, why don't we just, like, steal her stuff? You know, like, and, like, you know what's funny is this is actually... Probably one of the most realistic depictions of high school boys I have ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, like, all they just think about is, like, panties and bras. They're like, how do we put it on? I don't know, dude. Let's find out kind of thing. So they they try to, like, pull each other into bets on who would be the one wearing skirts. And then they're like, okay, all of us will get together and we'll all wear a skirt. Okay, three, two, one. And only one guy comes out with a skirt and he feels absolutely betrayed by his two other guys that none of them had the balls to wear a skirt and they look at him they're just like you know your legs are kind of slender you actually would make a pretty good girl so they steal the lingerie from one of the guy's sisters so that he could try it on and then the sister comes home and it's an absolute mess oh gosh <laughs> is I, that the okay that's the kind that's the kind of humor that i go for and it's really bad taste. <laughs> is for it sure. that though because many people think that this anime is a classic Within the comedy genre, you know? (laughs) I think it's a classic because everyone has at least gone through one scene that has happened in the daily life of high school boys and or have seen it. And then like, dang, that was something else. I was going to say, like, is this is the anime, right, where it was, like, the teachers were looking at what the boys, like, wrote on their uh, senior year. <laughs> on their resume, yeah. Okay, okay, just needed to make sure that this was the right anime. <laughs> yeah, she, she, there's one scene where the teacher's, like, asking them to write what they want to be for their resume, like, they want to go to college and stuff, and they just put these, like, really dumb answers, and I'm like, ah, oh, yes, this is classic high school boy tactic, <laughs> you know, avoiding life responsibilities and writing stuff like, I want to sleep and die all day <laughs> yeah no this is a, this i i do really like this anime isabel have you seen it i actually haven't it's oh. been on my list for for like ever but i haven't so okay yeah yeah. it's so good you i mean you don't have to watch the series you can just watch all the clips on youtube that enough should have should be enough to be an episode in itself yeah no no i agree it is really good isabel and also it's just good to know the classics of the anime genre so and i definitely think this is one yeah of yeah of course. obviously gintama is probably the biggest classic i'm not gonna lie but um, it's long, i would though. say daily lives is like maybe second or third followed up by like nichijo yes is right, that on your right. list <laughs> No, actually, no, I didn't have a chance. Oh, my voice cracked. I didn't have a chance to watch Nichijou when I was growing up. I was just watching Daily Lives of High School Boys. I mean, it's still an excellent choice. But okay, so now that I'm getting a feel of, like, the type of comedy anime you like, what's your second <laughs> one? Uh, Well, uh, this one isn't my second one, but this is kind of contingent. But it's for a slightly older audience is Grand Blue Dreaming. Oh, Same okay, Same kind okay. of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Same kind of stuff, really dumb shenanigans, boys trying to do uh, scuba diving. and But I think the one thing I liked about Grand Blue Dreaming is that they add the college twist to mm. it. And it's like all the shenanigans that you would see at university. So instead of, you know, drinking oolong tea, they're literally just spiking it with hard alcohol <laughs> and hazing you oh, to drink it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, there's like a lot of like really funny scenes in Grand Blue Dreaming that is very similar to Daily Lives of High School Boys because it's stupid. But it adds a college twist that only people who have gone into a secondary education or people who are old enough at that age to know, like, this is prime comedy right here. <laughs> Do you think that's why it didn't get as big? I know there's... Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I know there's quite a bit yeah, of a fan it's... base for the manga. But when the anime came out, I feel like a lot of people were... It's almost like some people were weirded out by it, if anything else. Yeah, it's because I feel like a lot of the anime demographic is either very still very young or it composes of a lot of people who have not really experienced the college life or maybe are not inclined to. So the manga kind of becomes a hit or miss and becomes very niche, unfortunately, because there's a lot of very interesting things that happen in college, uh, whether you like it or not. And Grand Blue kind of hits a lot of those marks as well, especially the cheating part about in college examinations. Wait, what? Uh, oh, oh! <laughs> okay. There's a very infamous cheating scene in Grand Blue Dreaming where they're trying to cram for a German test oh, that gosh. they're taking as a mandatory foreign language, <laughs> and they're coming up with all sorts of crap to like try to cheat on their oh, exam. And I'm like, ah, yes, this is college where you. Everything is at stake in college, but you must do everything in your power to make that stake happen. In high school, it feels like you're really confined mm. by like expectations and teachers, but in college, you kind of have to like be super uninhibited and then find every bit of knowledge or every kind of method in order to secure your happiness by the end of the day <laughs> or your major. <laughs> so that's like the extremes that Grand Blue Dreaming has that's different from daily lives of high school boys because daily life of high school boys is more mundane. Mm, I see, I see. Uh, what do you think? Did you read the manga or did you discover it? Via I did. Okay. I read the manga first and then I watched the anime. And both are actually pretty good. I think the the animators did a really good job at pulling a lot of the faces from uh, from the original manga. Mm -hmm. I was about to say, like, I've seen the visuals and the visuals actually look pretty stunning to me. Like, ridiculous faces, but still stunning, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if so, you have Grand Blue and uh, Daily Lives of High School Boy. I'm like trying to guess what your third one is, but unfortunately, I I, I more aside from high school, the Daily Lives of High School Boys, I haven't really seen comedy anime in like in this sort of <laughs> type of comedy. So I can cannot guess what your third one might be. Isabel, do you have a guess? <laughs> I'm hoping it's Golden Conway, but I, I know it's, it's not actually. Yeah. I was waiting for someone to say it. It's not Golden Conway is like strange comedy where you laugh and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and you have to go back and reread a lot of stuff for it. I don't think Golden Conway has peak comedy, only at least shown in the anime. The manga itself is much better drawn personally. So I laugh more with the manga rather than with the anime. But I do like how the anime has ramped up a lot of their animation sequences and changed the way how they do certain scenes. So that's credit to them, but I still prefer the manga over that. So I'm not mentioning Golden Kamui today, surprisingly. Yeah. I'm going to mention One Piece, going off oh, of Isabel's okay. streak of mainstream anime. Oh. Uh, One Piece is kind of like Daily Lives, where it impacted me when I was very young. Mm. 
you see a lot of One Piece clips on YouTube. And the biggest thing that I liked about One Piece is that Oda is not afraid of making the characters look absolutely ridiculous while they laugh or they cry. Oh, that's an interesting oh. point. Okay. Which which I think is really indicative to how he perceives people versus how other animators or mangaka perceives like comedy. Because the reality is when we laugh or when we cry, we're we're like we look absolutely disgusting. We, we have look disgusting. Uh, we all look come- disgusting. <laughs> no, we do look disgusting. <laughs> you know, our our face is like full blown, like flushed. There's like tears leaking out of our eyes. There's snot coming down of our nose. Some people are wheezing, some people are hacking, some people are rolled up on the floor barely able to breathe and so it just culminates into this very surreal experience of like what is true comedy and true comedy is when it's when somebody looks absolutely disgusting and (laughs) one piece kind of depicts that as well and one piece also likes to mock a lot of their other characters and this is lends more to the voice acting as well in which every single person has a different type of personality and quirk Mm -hmm. and they're every single character has a distinct left no matter if it's an antagonist, a side character, or a main character, everyone has a very distinct way of laughing. And I think that's what really pulled me into One Piece was like, it's so diverse in its comedy. And they mock so many people for it, too. In addition to it having a fantastic storyline, of course. But One Piece really sold me to a lot of its comedy and made me rewatch so many clips on YouTube. So, One Piece is a very, very long-running series um, with no end in sight as of now. So out of this really long-running series, do you have a favorite comedic moment? I do. I have one that I hold very dear to my heart. It's in the Skypiea arc where I think Usopp and Luffy and Sanji are on a boat. They're going to go meet a god, uh, a deity that is basically the antagonist of the arc. And there's, and Luffy and Sanji's trying to pilot this, this tiny boat. Uh, trying not to make them like fall off the edge. Mm-hmm. And here is Luffy and Usopp trying to mimic impersonations of each member of the crew. And so they impersonate, let's say, like Zoro, who's constantly like sleeping and totally unaware. Mm-hmm. And he has this massive forehead. So Usopp, like, uh, I think it's Luffy. Luffy, like, lifts the corner of his bangs and he tries to mimic Zoro's sleepy voice, like, huh? What's going on? And Usopp was, like, breaking up laughing and he's, like, chortling. And then at one point, Luffy tries to imitate Sanji. And Sanji has, like, a very characteristic look on his face. His eyebrows are sometimes kind of scrunched. He has his bangs fall over one eye and he has, like, a cigar. He has a cigarette, right? And he's trying to, like, imitate the way that Sanji's being really seductive and, like, also being, like, really grumpy at the same mm. time. And Sanji gets so pissed off that he starts lighting another cigar. But you see the transition switch over and he's just like, anyway, besides the point, we need to go save our friends, okay? So enough tomfoolery, right? And the camera pans and you see that he actually beat up Luffy and Usopp for making fun of him. And their faces are, like, black and blue <laughs> and puffed up. And they're just like, aye, aye, sir. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the clip. Oh, man. I thought that was, like, the funniest thing because it really sold me on how, like, the transitions work so well. And that they're not afraid... And the crew is so close to each other that they're not afraid to, like, beat each other up, too. Nami is the same way as Mm -hmm. well. Every time Luffy does something where he's just like, oh, yeah, I gave away all the gold. She's like, you did what? You made us lose all our finances. <laughs> and she like bodily beats him. And Zora and Sanji know this enough that Nami can become really scary when they lose money. So like they will sense when Luffy says something 
Aaron is, and they will immediately evacuate from this scene as Nami goes ballistic on Luffy. You make a good point, though, about transitions, because I do think some of the funniest moments in shows as a whole happen in transitions. Like, for example, Brian, a non-anime show, but Avatar The Last Airbender has some, well, some of the funniest scenes in regards to, like, transitional moments like you were talking about, Absolutely. Agnes. Like one of the earliest yeah, ones absolutely. was Zuko being like, uh, was Zuko being like, like, how are we gonna track the Avatar uncle? He's clearly a master of evasion. And it just cuts to uh Ain and Sokka. Sokka's just like, Do you know where we're going? And he's like, Well, I know the North Pole is by water, and it's like so it's like literally the master of evasion literally is just lost and is trying to YOLO it. And so um, <laughs> And I think that's the beauty of it, is like we have so many set expectations for certain characters, but when the moment like we poke fun of it and have the transition, it just makes them so much more human. Oh, and so much more that's relatable. you know, no, you're right. That's a really good analysis of it. Yeah, I found it interesting that you chose One Piece because you know you said most of it is, you like shows that are more grounded in reality, which is you know the daily lives of high school boys and Grand Blue, and then you have One Piece, which is set totally in like a fantasy. Oh. Yeah, good point, Isabel. Yeah, I think that's the only contradiction out of all of them because it it was so early that I started watching One Piece. Mm -mm. It was around the same time that I was watching it like alongside like Bleach and Naruto, which does have its funnier moments, Mm -hmm. but I felt like One Piece hit the mark so much better than it did with the other shows while I was growing up. Versus like the other ones are more like inclined to more like muted... uh, more re- muted realistic comedy these yeah. days but one piece still holds a very dear part of me god i got it and i mean i've talked about one piece before on this show too so <laughs> this just made me think of it uh what do you think about walter koi's uh comedy then walter koi's comedy is the same way as grand blue and daily lives because it's so heavily rooted in realism that you're just like ah yes i see this in myself and it hurts and i don't like you don't it. like it <laughs> It's that one meme where it's like, I'm in this picture and I don't like it. <laughs> but I also love, uh, I don't laugh out loud with Wotoko. I just kind of squeal at the couples and that's about it. Ah, uh, I see. You're more of a shipper when you're watching Wotoko. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm a hardcore shipper. I mean, like I ship Kabakuda and Hanoko like very early. Like the first scene that they showed up, I'm like, oh yes, it's the old married bickering couple. I was just trope. about to say, I'm like, is that your favorite coupling trope? <laughs> It's it's among my favorites, yeah. It's among my favorites. Wait, so now in context of the anime we have talked about, so did you like Hori and Kashima from Gekkon Shoujo then or I did. <laughs> I yes! We have her figured out, Isabel, what a win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I also like it because like Hori is like very it's it's uh, what what Jack calls the um uh what what's the term for like the princely type, but for females. He had a term for it. Oh, I, I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah like the, the very princely female character type. And I was just like, this is really funny. Because I always find the princely character types to also be really dumb himbos. And here Kashima's like trying to put the production together. And he's just like, stop fooling around. And Hori's like, what? And it's like very funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, that is a quite a hefty amount of anime we talked about today. I think nine or eight, eight, because... I will have to I will have to highlight one okay. more because Mehdi talked about it okay. to okay, me this okay, morning. Yeah. And I could not, I could not forgive. And it's called Asobi Asobasi. Uh, the winner uh. of one of our comedy um, 
anime awards. Yes, the winner of one of our comedy, the anime awards. And I want to say that he has a really good point how Usobi Usobase really hits two different niches. It hits the niche of girls doing re- cute girls doing cute mm-hmm. stuff, but it's also completely unfiltered comedy that really shines through especially with how like the expressions are drawn they're very ugly they're very hilarious and that there's no bars in trying to make them cute yeah the faces are purposefully made to look ugly i think yeah they're purposely made to look really ugly and really hit the point of comedy super hard and not be like oh it's just some cute girls that falls to the floor like she trips on air falls to the floor it goes like Itai! no it's it's literally somebody taking a compass and trying to do like the knife thing in between their fingers and cry when their friends try to beat them in it. <laughs> i remember that and i also remember that thing in middle school which is what you do uh, i will say yes yeah, classic no, no no i will say that my roommate really really loved watching it when she had watched it so um, oh, I should have mentioned an. Oh, it's okay. We have more genre talks coming up, so I know it's going to come up for one of these genres. Um, so I will save it to to then. But no, that is a really good point, and I did like the fact that uh, Medi did point out in in our chats for people listening. We have lots of chat groups, but Medi pointed out that it doesn't come at the expense of the girls per se, in like in like a more cutesy way, but it's genuinely like painful funny sort of thing so yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's in the same vein as the daily lives of high school boys where you don't need the context of a gender to watch yes it. you yes. just watch it for the pure mm-hmm. comedy because every single party is affected nobody is spared and that's the best part about it for sure um but yeah so there we go now we've talked about nine anime because isabel poached one from me but it's okay i just came in clutch so <laughs> I came in clutch with four. Yes, she came in clutch with four. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope any of these animes might have, you know, piked your picked, picked, piked. Ugh, I can't speak English, guys. Peaked. Peaked your um, interest. Hopefully one of these animes piqued your interest and will make you want to, uh, oh, there is a mosquito. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I didn't forget to lead it out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hopefully. No, keep it. It's the bloopers. This is a <laughs> comedy reel. We keep them. Oh, em. gosh. Um, hopefully one of you guys found an anime that piqued your interest and made you want to take a look at it but these are our picks for our favorite comedy anime and please feel free to share yours as well but other than that that's a wrap for this week's episode and i hope you will be here next time bye everyone Bye-bye. bye bye